Yo, yo, yo. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Happy Money Monday for those out there that enjoyed the weekend, got yourself back to neutral and ready to recharge and attack the week. I'm really excited. Welcome to another episode of Winject Radio presented by Winject Studios. I am your host, Chris Ross, for today. And today's episode, it's not going to be quick updates because all the updates is over with considering we're about to do the big launch, which is really, really exciting. The partners of Winject Studios, the people that have been going live, myself, Russ Johns on Tuesday, Angelo Cisco from Alpha Hippie on Wednesday, and the guys from Market House you love so much on the Thursdays, Jason and Zach. We have been coming up with different ideas of bringing you guys more value and dumping in a little bit more of a series each and every week. So each partner moving forward starting today, we'll discuss one topic for the whole week and not to be redundant and because going over information, we want to make sure that we have different perspectives to this pertaining to different types of industries. And I hope that makes sense. So for this week, we're going to cover imposter syndrome. And for those who know my story a little bit, you understand what I do for a living and my zone of genius and I like to stay and operate at is studying the human mind when in the neurochemistry and the psychological side of how your brain operates. Imposter syndrome Many high achievers get to a certain spot and they start thinking that they, they are a fraud. I haven't really dealt with imposter syndrome when it comes to pertaining to business. It was more in my personal life and me deeply rooted, not feeling like I deserved love in a certain situation. I hope that makes sense. Does anyone ever can relate? And we can utilize the chat box as much as possible. I'll try my best to keep looking over here for that. But that dirty little secret... Deep down, they feel like complete frauds of their accomplishments, their results, or accidental luck. So think about this overall. And when you're breaking it all down and you feeling like you're inadequate, that's deeply rooted on the left side of your brain, not the right side of your brain. The right side of your brain, you're understanding that's activating what's available in the opportunity side of it. Is this all making sense? Yes, yes. So common causes of imposter uh, phenomenon includes feelings such as a stigma or a stereotype threat or overall sense of intellectual phoniness. This psychological phenomenon known as the imposter syndrome reflects the belief that you're inadequate and incompetent failure. And despite of evidence that it indicates that you're actually skilled and quite successful in short, hot mess of harmfulness, you can take various different forms depending on a person's background, personality, and circumstances in life. If you're feel familiar with the feeling of not feeling wanted in life, that stems all the way back to your childhood. And let this sink in just for a second. In order to not experience this and be able to actualize fully, you have to reframe the imposter syndrome from an obstacle to an opportunity. If you're feeling like an imposter, you're definitely not the only one out there. And this pertains to a lot of people when they're stepping into them true selves and showing their true selves when it comes to business or content creators and with podcasters. They get get in their own head and not really feeling like they're really making an impact. At podcasting, I, I would argue that it's a long game. You have to look at the infinite side of it. As long as you have the resources available and you're doing the right things and focusing on the growth side, then you're doing something positive. If you're only focusing on that instant gratification and you really want it right now, right now, right now, now you're going to be in the left side of your brain. This is all making sense. Yes, yes. 
So the imposter syndrome is just a sign that you're doing something right. When you're surrounding yourself with people that you perceive as intelligent and accomplished, you're stretching yourself far beyond your own comfort zone. So who's better to learn from these people, right? When I started to surround myself with like-minded individuals that wanted truly the best for me because they live an abundant lifestyle, not just an abundant mindset, that everyone's going to win if they're doing the right things. Instead of zeroing in on the ways that I feel less than or lean into the opportunity of learning more about people around you than what they can actually teach you. See, I'm, I grew up in Charleston, South Carolina, and I'm not saying that Charleston is not a beautiful place and great place, but people in that type of area usually go there to retire or you could be on the other side of the tracks. There's not a lot of opportunity when it comes to entrepreneurship back in the day. So when I went into the military, it wasn't really nothing around me at that time where I was going to be able to tap into my true selves and doing the things that I really wanted to do. And I'm not sure exactly where you're watching this and where you're from in the world, but I'm sure you'd see the similarities in that statement. Well, see, the world has changed. We're in a digital world, but we have a Stone Age brain. And your brain is not there to reflect and try to think of different ways of being able to manifest fully. What your brain is only function, main function, is to keep you alive. So that's going to tap into the survival mechanisms and those coping mechanisms that some use to keep them from achieving anything they're setting out for. Self-sabotage. Yes, yes. You'll self-sabotage your own results because deeply down inside of you, you don't believe that you deserve it. And that's a horrible place to be. Horrible place to be. It's not change. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not like hitting the gym or changing your eating habits. It's well worth the effort if you're putting in in your own mind. With time and practice, you can begin to teach yourself how to view these feelings as a sign of an opportunity, feeling excited about them rather than anxious instead of viewing them as obstacles to overcome. Who knows? You might even start recognizing and the stirrings of the imposter syndrome as a good thing, that you're doing something great. You're on the right path. Does it bring you happiness? If that answer is no, then you shouldn't be doing it. If you choose happiness over everything, then you end up winning at some point. Imposter syndrome is a self-fulfilling pattern of thought that which you consider to be a fraud. You doubt your own intelligence and talents and start to think anyone that believes otherwise is only being nice or has somehow been fooled by you. Is this hitting home with you today? Yes, yes. But symptoms of imposter syndrome include feeling inadequate, self-doubt, exhibiting perfection. Here's the thing, and I want to I want to scale back on that one statement. Viewing things and trying to be perfect is going to get you in a situation where you're always going to lose because nothing's ever going to be perfect. Nothing. But you have to adopt that type of concept as avoiding responsibility. Maybe fearing judgment in that discovery, denying your own success. Recognizing that you have imposter syndrome is often the hardest part, but it's also the first step toward overcoming it. You have to, one, acknowledge their feelings. Acknowledge them. Be aware of that and then accept where you currently are. You talk to others, only like-minded that want the best for you. Develop a quick response plan. And a plan is not for you to take action. It's a plan on trying to change your neurochemistry to rewire yourself.
and overcoming perfectionism, that was a hard thing for myself. It had to be perfect. It had to be perfect. I can't get it out there. And so I live and die by a 70% rule. If it's done up to 70% of my expectations, I get it out there. I can tweak and peak and measure and reassess the results to get it to the right people. But you have to own your own rights for your own selves. And why you need to understand the neuroscience of imposter syndrome, because 80% probability for every person out there, you have no idea how to truly manifest the life of your dreams. And you don't know how great you are. You're, you, you used to know when you were a child. If you go back to pictures of your childhood, maybe run mine, I can, one that pops in my own brain is when I was running on a beach in Folly Beach, chasing a volleyball, it was a blown up ball chasing one. I look a Coke commercial and I was the most happiest in my life. And some of us are born into chaos. Maybe parents could be your surroundings, could be siblings, could be family, could be people on your, on your street. And that is going to force you to conform at some point. The human brain from the zero to seven years old is the brilliant age. This is where you start forming your own perceptions. You start forming your own ideas and really taking in information. After around like seven years old, you're going to have to come to making a decision. And that decision is, do you fall into line or do you start being a little bit more open to discovering more things about yourself and about the world? I'm going to show you that science behind how you gradually forget your true self, your potential, and how you can rediscover and unleash a more fulfilled, more capable version of yourself. The essence I'm going to leave you here today is I'm going to spark that curiosity side of you. And I want you to go deeply inside yourself and look at that judge that you have in your own mind. You're judging yourself right now. That invisible character inside of your head, the invisible lens based upon deep, deeply rooted perception is distorting your own reality. And I, guys, and I'm telling you, I'm not screaming on top of a mountain like, oh, look at me. This shit happens every day. Every single day. I have to go deeply inside myself in my subconscious to start to be a little bit more aware and conscious of some of the decisions and choices that I'm making and hold myself accountable to making better ones to make me more excited about my day. Have you ever seen whoever woke up in the morning? I'm like, man, I don't feel like this crap today. I don't feel like it today. That happens. It's just it's okay. You're supposed to have these feelings. That's where the opportunity lies right behind all that pain. But that invisible character in your own head has an invisible lens. You're seeing things in a wrong way. This secretly is self-sabotaging your life and it's freaking heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking to watch. Have you ever seen someone that really wants the best for themselves and everybody else, but they just can't seem to win? It's a good chance when the lights are off and they're home, they're self-sabotaging themselves. See, there's two types that they live in that survival brain region, which is made mostly of the brain stem. The limbic system is parts of your left brain is controlling you and then you're choosing to be a victim. There is focus on that side of the brain. It's your survival. The emotions usually trigger or anxiety, anger, disappointment, shame, guilt, regret, blame. That's a constant war is happening every single day is raging inside of your head each and every day. 
Each day that goes by is a battle to be won by your true self or to be won by a controlling or victim self-sabotaging coping mechanisms that you have developed to wear as a mask blocking you from feeling free inside to show your true self. Here's the thing about understanding the right side of your brain and choosing growth and choosing opportunity as based on the positive intelligence brain, which is mostly made up the middle frontal precortex, the ACC insular cortex and parts of the right brain that allow you to feel joy. Here's a fascinating insight and clue to your own happiness is that that side of your brain is only going to there to thrive. The emotions that spark usually are curiosity, empathy, joy, creativity, peace, calm, resolve, and gratitude. That neurochemically wired to feel stressed and unhappy, that's when you're focusing on the what's not available, that scarcity mindset. Is this all making sense? Yes, yes. I can't see the comment. I'm looking down to make sure I still see him. But if you want to feel constantly happier, you must learn to strengthen the right side of your brain to thrive and weaken the left side of your brain to prevent self-sabotage in those weak moments. It's a matter of neurochemical science that you can achieve anything you've ever set out for, great wealth, success, and feeling deeply unhappy because you want to get yourself to a spot where you want it perfect. It's not going to happen. Anthony Bourdain, I'm going to make an example. He had one of the best jobs in the world. He got to sit down with astounding individuals, eat luxurious meals, and he hung himself in France. Kate Spade. She designed affordable purses that look luxurious for every person out there to be able to live and, and buy purses and women. She jumped out of a building, billionaire. Had everything she could potentially ever wanted in life. So what do you think happened? A lot of things. Maybe self-sabotaging, drinking alcohol, taking pills, doing some type of drugs, because what are they running away from? They're running away their own stress. It's a matter of neurochemical science that you can achieve great wealth and success. Yes. However, but you need to feel something, right? I am a perfect example of this. Success as a warm place to hide. I'm going to say it again for everybody to hear. Success is a warm place to hide for those who have not dealt with their own trauma. You can be fooled by a facade of confidence and happiness by very powerful individuals. I One of my things that I wrote down, I think it was 580 something days ago, that I was so self-destructive and I didn't know why, but I was perceived by the marketplace as very successful and I wasn't when it came to business, but I was, wasn't leading with what was tormenting me at night. It was tormenting me. Regardless of the level of wealth and success in your lives, that if you don't deal with what is tormenting you, you're never tap into what you felt inside as a child. So here's the part of the brain that is tormenting you. It's you like to control situations, hyperachiever, you're restless, stickler, little, little small little details. You're a people pleaser, hypervigilant. You're avoiding certain situations. You're choosing to be the victim, not the victor. 
because you're seeking attention deeply rooted inside of you. They're hyper-rational, but you're changing your perspective from allowing what is tormenting you to viewing everything as an opportunity for growth and real growth, everlasting change that you can neurochemically wire your brain by keeping your positive, intelligent brain activated. And here's what happens when you're that side of your brain is activated. You're easily capable of empathizing with another person's situation. You're able to explore. Remember when you were a kid and you used to go explore things? How exciting that was? You could be a little bit more innovative. You're navigating. You're activating. You're learning new things because you're not focusing on all the moving parts that's causing pressure to your internal dialogue. After making a lot of changes to what I was doing each and every day, I started sharing more of me being a little bit more vulnerable. See, I grew up in Charleston, South Carolina. Okay, I mentioned this. And I was raised by some really strong individuals, really strong individuals, like women and men. And I was taught at a very young age, you better lock that shit up. You want to go cry, you better go to your side of your mama. See my point? You're, we're wired at a very young age to not feel and to mask our insecurities in life, the things in our own emotions. One of my talents that I have developed over the year is, years is the emotional intelligence side. And I never see people for where their current status or what has happened to them before our energies have met because there's zero judgment involved. I'm a super empath. I've discovered that about myself. The problem on living on that side is that your source is easily accessible if you don't have that internal dialogue. So those boundaries are there to protect everybody else and protect me. But if you don't have to necessarily have done anything wrong for things to get completely out of control for you, and it's not everybody dealt with traumatic experiences, but everybody views in their perception of their experiences vastly different for everybody else. That's why you have siblings that one that does amazing things in life and other ones that have a hard time. And it might not have been done to them. That's a terrifying doctrine that you've never done anything really potentially wrong for yourself. But the problem is you haven't done anything right for what you really wanted to do. Because at some point, you allow people to stick a finger in your face and tell you you ain't shit. And it's not true. It's about who are they? They're just, I appreciate your judgment and move on. But it's not a hopeless doctrine because it still says that there's a way forward. There's a pathway ahead. There's a pathway to forward to adopt a mode of being with some nobility so that you can tolerate yourself and perhaps even have some respect for yourself that someone capable of standing up in the face of terrifying situations and that vulnerability and the suffering side of you. Suffering is a choice. Would you agree? What can you choose though? Choose to lean into those type of moments and learning something new. So you can certainly be avoiding deceit, particularly in language, but it's also adopting responsibility of for the conditions of existence and an attempt of your part to rectify them. And I'm not trying to go off in, the, in left field here, but I'm telling you, anybody that ever wants anything for themselves, remember yourself as a five-year-old child. 
And were you happy then? Start investigating this. At some point, you decided to not do the things that brought you so much joy and bliss, like jumping in a puddle. And you notice I'm speaking a little bit more of authority today because I'm talking about my life. In order to help someone, you need to dig all the way down inside of them, the true essence of them, and see what makes them tick. Some people in life, they really want to be successful in business or sales or marketing, but they're not built for that. Sometimes in life, you're just not built for it if it doesn't bring you happiness. If you take people and expose them voluntarily to things they are avoiding and afraid of, that they know they need to overcome to meet their self-defined goals, you can teach people to stand up in the face of things they're afraid of and they can get stronger. That right side of your brain that needs to be activated, it's a muscle. I choose to strengthen that muscle each and every day. That's why you don't lose it all overnight. You can't lose it all overnight if you're doing all the small things. But when you're committed to more familiar discomfort and the unfamiliar new possibilities because of the you just being a little bit more aware, then not even that comfort side. You're choosing to be uncomfort and being uncomfortable. You're choosing that because that's where you know you can grow. My life's mission is to give people a vision of themselves beyond their mental conditioning and their own circumstances to let them know they have everything down deep inside of them and the true essence of them to manifest whatever they desire in life. Most people say it's your destiny. I would agree with that ideology just a little bit, but I would also argue that instead of a choice that you have to make every single day, you have to put yourself in a state of perpetual discomfort to manifest whatever you desire to transform from good to great to phenomenal to freaking unstoppable, it's best to get yourself ready for all the resistance the universe will hit you with. And I'm telling you, it will destroy you if you're not built for it. And for you to be able to willing to say to the universe, I don't care what happens today, bring it. Bring it. You can bring anything you want to bring me today, but you cannot penetrate my internal dialogue because it's that strong. Can you say that about yourself today? No. Most of you know, and that's it's heartbreaking to me. Write this down. Fear, shame, guilt, anger, conscious, interest, engagement, beauty are only pathways forward. And there are so many more. Negative emotions can be a pathway to you experiences radical transformation. Pain, pleasure. Yes, major catalyst. Please don't take what I'm saying to you lightly. I'm not trying to romanticize the, the notion of those negative emotions and like, okay, that's great. No, they that's there so you don't recreate your own same traumatic experiences in life. Listen to me. If you don't do what you can do, listen to me. If you don't do what you can do, you are a disaster. If you don't do what you can't do, there's no freaking issues. Think about a time in your adolescence when you were the most happiest in life. Think about it. Close your eyes and think about that time. Can everyone see it? Yes. Do you remember the feeling of joy, bliss, and exuberance? Take a moment to revel in that feeling. Here's my point. If you aren't still joyful and exuberant as a little boy or girl that you were and you're not right now, you're a disaster. 
That's a hard truth. And I'm saying that with the purest intentions, but it's true. It is so freaking true. And I had to learn to be okay with it and accept. I haven't figured it out yet, but I'm going to. It's a powerful, crafty little word. If the happiest time in your life when nothing was in your control, at some point when you started to make your own damn decisions, things that began to unravel, which has led you to discomfort and anguish. But there has never been a time in history of humanity that has been the type of conveniences and comfort you get to experience today. But unfortunately, the most prevalent issue that I see today is people that don't give a shit outside their own bubble of miscommunications. What does that mean? Think about it. The only want is what's best for them, not what's best for everyone. And that's when you make that shift from an abundant mindset to an abundant lifestyle. That's where you don't care about what everybody else is going to do. You're what you're willing to do each and every day is to actualize fully. So here's another question. What are some things you think that prevent people from transforming the world to a more loving, joyful, exuberant humanity. And if you can guess that one word, you. You are the problem. That's a hard truth. Such a hard truth. Sometimes the most scary freaking thing to watch and to see is a reflection of yourself. Your true self. The one that you're hiding, you get a mask on, that you, you are petrified of what the world views. How many of you in that situation? I'm talking about myself, guys. I'm telling you, and I'm speaking from experience. I was viewed as so successful and had it all. Had it all. But I was dying inside, guys. I was dying inside. But then I had to focus on that last little bit for me to truly actualize fully and it's understanding the truth and illusion. So when people ask me, what do you, how do you overcome imposter syndrome? I don't deal with it. I don't have to because I'm focusing on the small things and I'm getting those right. So when those types of moments come up, I have so much evidence on the right side of my brain that this is a great thing that I'm feeling this and I know what I need to do moving forward. When your internal dialogue is bulletproof, you got it. Nothing in this world can stop you other than you. So if you want to come out with a podcast, you want to, I don't know, write a book, start a new business, that fear isn't going to get you. The fear of the unknown, you're, you're inviting the an endless amount of opportunities into your life, but also endless amount of opportunities for those who are trying to bring you discomfort and to prevent you from living a fulfilled life. Hate cannot penetrate love. It can slow you down. It can prevent you. But at some point, if you're willing to put in that extra effort, you'll win. So guys, I hope you got some value from today's little rant chat for, I was right on time. And if this brought you any type of value, make sure you're resharing it to anybody else who needs to see it. It's been a little bit difficult for, for most people to hear certain things about themselves, but they're, they're avoiding in life. 
can be hard, but it needs to happen. And then they get to a certain situation in life and in business. And I'm like, oh, I don't know why I can't break through this next level. It's you. That's a hard truth, man. So guys, be well, be you, be great. Peace out. Much love. Make sure you're there for Russ Johns tomorrow. He, I'm sure he's just going to knock the cover off the ball and the rest of our, our phenomenal partners that will be going live on these channels. Um, if you would like to put in some type of input and would like us to cover a topic in the next couple of weeks, text 843-396-2104 or just you know comment in one of these channels on our social media. And I'm sure that we'll put it up there and we'll actually post some things. And other than that, guys, just be well, be you, be great. Peace out, much love. Take care. This broadcast is brought to you by WinCheck Studios. We are an all-in-one educational platform for podcasters that revolutionizes how hosts leverage content to increase engagement with listeners, downloads, and income. We come together to focus on community, collaboration, and collective impact. For more information on how you can interact directly with our hosts, access exclusive live content with offers you can't get anywhere else from our official partners, join our purpose-driven community by visiting www.winject.com. If you're ready to build a career doing what you love, then we're ready to see you there.